0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic we have a meeting this afternoon man i've seen a lot of people here that i saw on tv a lot of fancy people here today i want to do a little bit of uh something to some of y'all in here with your mental, how you feel about yourself. If you're one of the five people that Basil didn't introduce in here, (laughs) you're important too now, okay? So please, please, if y'all wanna get together later, you five will visit. Um, I mess with him every year. I'm gonna get you again next year if if I'm back. Thank you for the Little Rock uh, Touchdown Club. Obviously, uh, David, David's been good to us. He's good to us on the radio. Uh, he, you know, obviously was a captain for us. He, his heart is Arkansas and, and uh, much appreciation to him. This morning we had practice number nine. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to practice at 230 we're trying to practice at 11, and we're trying to practice at night. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this, but our game times, for the majority of them, don't get told to us until 11, 13 to 11 days out. Uh, TV controls that. Uh, not where, but when. And uh, so we're trying to get ready for all those. You know, you, you in what you try to do is you try to take anxiety out of... The kids, because anxiety makes you tired. You know, the unknowing uh, makes you tired. And uh, so, what we're trying to do right now is take the anxiety out of it. The first day of practice, we gassed out um, quite quite fast, uh, even though we're in good shape. But anxiety, we had to get that out of us. So we want. It's not only about uh, playing and this that and another. It's about how you feel at what time during the day. So. Uh, this week, we'll practice at around 11 o'clock. Obviously, it was a little bit earlier today because I wanted to come and, and visit with y'all. But um, this whole week will be 11, and then uh, the first week of school on Friday night, will, or on Friday, first week of school, we'll practice at night uh, so we can catch balls under the light and things of that nature. In other words, take any of the anxiety out of the game. Our biggest thing we're trying to do as coaches is take the I hope to I know. And, you know, we've all, I think, I have, I don't know if you have, but I think we've all gone into a situation where we're going, man, I hope this doesn't happen, or I hope this does happen. And to be honest with you, if you're in the hope world, you probably are not in the I've been prepared world, uh, because you're either in the I hope or you're in the I know. And it's our jobs to, it's our job as coaches to get our kids into I know, if this happens, what I'm gonna do. I know what the end of the game score is gonna be. I know how I'm gonna feel four hours before the game. All these things are so important. And so our job is to take the I hope out of our kids and turn it into I know. And if we can do that, then we can have 110 confident guys running out through the A, or 70 running uh, when we go away that are very, very confident and very, very prepared. I have a really good coaching staff, a really good coaching staff. And uh, they're great teachers. They know how to talk to kids. That's important. Uh, we're not a, uh, a group of guys that a guy drops a pass and we say catch the ball. He knows he's supposed to catch the ball. It's our job to get, get him taught how to coach the ball. And if we have problems, it's our job to put it in our individual. In our fundamentals, things of that nature. So I got on, I, I went off a little bit, veered off a little bit about what I want to talk to you about, but that's kind of what we're trying to do at this point in time right now. The NCAA gives you 29 days to have 25 practices. Okay, this year it was 31. We could have chose to bring our kids in a couple of days earlier. I did not. I think camp's long enough as it is. Uh, so, you have seven days that you can wear just spiders, which is non-shoulder pads. You have, and then the rest of them are divided up from full pads. I think it's seven, nine, and nine. And, uh, but the bottom line is nobody goes full pads. It, it's a difference in a knee pad that big around, whether you're in full pads or whether you're in shells nowadays. It's, it's not a big deal. Uh, so I think there's enough days in there where you're not you're not off, but you're not physically combative that uh, we elected just to stay with the 29 days to get to 25. We do have 13 Little Rock Pulaski County kids on our team. Uh, you know, I, you guys know who they are, but I, I do want to highlight just we had some new ones with Andrew Chambly and and Nico Davier from Maumelle coming in, and I thought they've both really been really good on our team. Of course, and I don't want to keep going down the list, but of course uh, Hudson Henry has been a a big asset to us, and uh, Jackson Woodard is playing really well. He's, He's moved up to somewhere between that three and four linebacker for us, not third and four depth, three and four linebacker. So he's done a really good job, and... And uh, so we're 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 happy that we're represented over there uh, in Fayetteville by Little Rock and, and Pulaski uh, County. Um, you know I don't want to get into depth on this, but because uh, I already had it in when when Judy and I first uh, met and but we had the SEC uh, non compete when when uh, when Judy first did the contract for us. And I think it was important for uh, us that there was stability in the university's uh, head coach, and uh, that this was a destination spot, you know. And so my new contract also has an SEC non-compete in it, and what we're doing with that is we're stel- selling stability, and and what we want to tell the state of Arkansas is that we're loyal to you, and. Uh, that we want to be here and that we're not leaving and we wanted to put it in paper just like we did uh, that first contract when Judy was, uh, Judy and, and I were handling that. So I appreciate that and, and I appreciate the university uh, keeping our coaches for us. I mean we had, you know, we had. there's a lot of money out there and, and there's a lot of people that want our coaches. I mean anytime you go from whatever it was, not very many wins, to nine wins, and, and uh, you know, people want your coaches. And luckily, we've been able to keep them. And that's uh, from the loyalty, the, hell, they like y'all. I mean, they like the state. They, they, they like uh, going down to Lake Hamilton. They like Beaver Lake. I mean, they, um, and, and they like the school systems that we have. And so we've been able to keep uh, everybody we want to, you know, uh, into coaching. <laughs> Governor, you know. <laughs> Every now and then, oh, I hate to see you go. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but we all want to be here, and we, we, we put a piece of paper, we put a pen to a piece of paper Uh, to say that, and it's helped us in recruiting. You know, in the NIL days and the portal days and all that. um, Stability is still the number one thing that these kids are looking for. And, uh, uh, well, (laughs) it's 1A with NIL. I mean, it's not the number, it's it's tied. But stability is what we can sell here at the university, and that's what we're doing. Uh, You know, talking a little bit briefly about last year, uh, I want you guys to know that uh, we've graduated uh, 100% of our football team again. Uh, we've done that every year. Yeah. I wish I could take credit for that, that's not me. I, it, hell, it took me six years to graduate, you know. <laughs> but I got a strong P.E. degree out of it, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Anybody, don't show a hands, anybody enjoy college as much as me? You know, I don't know. But uh, we are graduating our kids, and we have ever since every year we've been here. Uh, you guys know we've had the most wins last year, we had since 11. Uh, we finished ranked in the top 20 in the country. Um, we won the four trophies. Two of them were, did you have the Outback Bowl trophy too, or? Uh, we had the boot and we, had, we got the battle line and, and, uh, and we got the Southwest Classic. You know, it's amazing. I love you, but a long time, if it's forever, that's when the last time we had them all. Never. And we got them now. I tell you, you know, I went out to uh, practice with Burks and I was going. You know, I was messing with him in stretch, and I go, you ain't even never seen the boot trophy. And he goes, oh yeah, I have. I said, no, you haven't. He said, yeah, when I got recruited over at LSU, I saw it. <laughs> I going, man. But, you know, what we did, we made a big deal out of that. Because you know why? Because it is a big deal. And so we had, now I'm talking about before we got him. You know, we wanted we wanted the I guess the first one we had an opportunity to get is the Southwest Classic versus Texas A&M, and uh, we wanted that. We talked about it. It was a big deal to us. I mean, we talked about it. Some coaches don't. I say, why not? It's it's it, you're, it's a goal at the end of the week. It's a win, and what comes with the win is a is a trophy. It's a big deal. You know what's a bigger deal? the feeling of you going and running and getting a trophy and the feeling that you have in a locker room after you get the trophy. That's more important than probably any of it. But at the end, David, at the end, we had the four Bs. So we had made a run. We would gotten to eighth, made a run, and uh, we lost three in a row there. And and uh, at the end of the year, we were five and three, and and uh, so we, made, we called it the four Bs. So we had the boot. Uh, the first one was a uh, bowl. So that's when we broke Larry out. And uh, so the first one was a bowl. Next one was the boot. The next one was Bama. And the next one was uh, the battle line trophy. So our kids all knew about the four B's. I was sitting there talking about with Barry Odom, I was sitting back there talking to him. I said, You know, when you were at Missouri, you made runs through November. He, that's when his team was the best when he's at Mis- Missouri. And I said, we got to get some type of motivation that we can go, we can go win out and end up nine and three. We, unfortunately, we couldn't. We, you know, we got beat by Alabama. But, but went in the boot, and you know, the other thing too. I'm not a, I can't tell you what to do because, I'm just, I'm trying to get by myself. But if you had set a goal, and you reach it, you need to celebrate it. I believe. I mean, or don't set the goal. But if you you reach something in your life, have a hell of a time with it, you know, and that, like, I got a little bit of back on me with when we celebrated our sixth win against Mississippi State. Well, A, they were 17th in the country, they had a good team. B, we hadn't been in a bowl in a long time, and, uh, (laughs) too long, and, and, it was one of our goals. I didn't say it was the highest goal we had, one of our goals, and we're damn sure gonna celebrate it when we reach our goals. And I'm gonna tell you, y'all all would've want been, been in there when Larry was rolling down that. It was fun. <laughs> you, you guys missed out on a hell of a party that day. It was a lot of fun now. And uh, of course, now we got, Larry's got his own little carrying case now. We've, we're, we're upgrading with him, but uh, and then we went to, you know, we won the boot and then we, we went to LSU and we were fortunate enough to win the boot. And then, so, you know, now we have one of the two uh, of your trophies and, and, um, and then we unfortunately couldn't beat Bama. But then we came back and, and won the, the Battle line Trophy against Missouri. So we took a picture in our suits um, with the three trophies and on the way to the Outback Bowl and we moved one of them so we could place the Outback Bowl championship trophy in there. And I told the kids, we took two pictures. One was with the three trophies. And I said, you'll never see this one. we're going to go win the Outback Bowl and then we'll photo bomb the, the trophy in there, you know. <laughs> and by golly, that's what we did. You know? <clears throat> so let's move on to now. Um, we got a good football team. We really do. I don't know what that means in wins and losses, but we have a, a good football team. We had three super seniors uh, coming back with Dalton Wagner, Bumper Pool, and Dorian Gerald. Now, if you want to know about Dorian Gerald, you'll have to ask Coach Nutt, He's so old. I think Houston <laughs> recruited him. I don't. I don't know how old the guy. I think he's older than me. I don't know. <laughs> But he's coming back for his seventh year, I think is what it is. And uh, uh, But he's been hurt, you know, and things of that nature. But those three came back. Those are three super seniors on our team. Uh, we've added nine guys out of the portal uh, on scholarship uh, that are going to help us, and I'll get to that in just two seconds. I know we, you and I need to talk, Baz, and do that. But um, on here, it talks about our three coordinators. That, when you, when you can keep that, what happens is you're not going back to terminology, you're not going back to who's this guy, I don't like this guy, all this. They know what they're going to get. And um, so we're able to keep our three coordinators and Scott and Kendall and Barry and then we were able to keep our strength coach. All those things are important. So how do you keep them? Well. Number one way you keep them is financially. I mean, that's, you know, that's where the foundation and all that money that you guys do, uh, uh, that helps us. Because without it, they go on down the road. Haven't you seen coaches do really well and then they lose two or three coordinators and two or three years later, they're out on the street somewhere. You know, hopefully they can come back to you know Little Rock Touchdown Club. <laughs> maybe earn a few dollars, you know. By the way, I'm still free, Judy, thank you. <laughs> I was free yeah, last year, free this year. Uh, no, I'm teasing. Um, but anyway, that's a big deal. That's a big deal to, to uh, keep your... You want to keep the people in your building that are, can influence the most. In other words, your O, o coordinators, he talks to all offense, D coordinator, old defense, special teams talks to all of them, strength coach talks to all of them. You want to keep the people that influence the most people. And uh, so we were able to do that. And then if you go down here uh, for this uh, schedule coming up, and then Dave will ask the questions. Uh, it's the third year in a row that we've won the trophy. You need to make one because, hell, we seem to win it every year for the hardest schedule in football. <laughs> Somebody's been trying to fire me ever since I got here. But we're, we're hanging tough, you know. But, you know, we have all 12 of our opponents. Played in the postseason last year. Um, our two non conference opponents are in the top 25. BYU is 21 and 4 over the last two years with 20 starters coming. And they're coming, oh no, we're going out there to play them. Mm. And then uh, we play Cincinnati, but they're just not, oh, they were in the college football playoffs last year. So, it is what it is, and, you know, we're the University of Arkansas. Hell, we supposed to play teams like that. And uh, um, so we are we're not we don't look at it as a 12-game season. We just look at it, who's next, you know. And, and uh, if you do it any other way, it could either get scary or it could get complicated, and we'll just leave it like it is. Um, our crossover games this year are South Carolina and Missouri. Um, somebody asked me about. The the pods, there's a pod and six, there's a pod and six and a pod and, and, a, and a single and seven. Uh, I think both of the, um, the way that they're trying to do our schedule in the SEC, I think it's outstanding because either one of those models where you have three permanents and six away or one permanent and seven away, either one of those models is going to allow a home and home with every team in the SEC. And I think that's really what the fans want to see. I think they want to see us play Tennessee here and go to Tennessee or play Florida here and you know I think uh, or play Vanderbilt or whoever it may be. Um, I think you the fans want to see us play everybody every year and and uh, over a four-year so a young man comes in his by the time he becomes a senior he's going to be able to see uh, and play every opponent uh, twice and so I think either one of those models uh, would be great. Um, Right now it's not broke for our conference where you're playing eight games, so I'm assuming that that would be where they start. Uh, I don't know that, but that's what I assume. If that was that way, then our permanent crossover would be Missouri. And so, um, I think this is, is that, and I've said it before, but we're trying to be loyal to the state. We're trying to be loyal to each other. I want you guys, when you go to the game, I want you to see a tough football team. Um, I want you to see one that's hard, hard working. I, w- I want you to see that. I think that's what our great state is. But that's what we want to see. Uh, we want to show you uh, that we're proud to be a part of the state and that we're re- we know we represent the state. And, and uh, we want to be tough. And not only tough physically, we want to be tough minded. I think they go hand in hand, I think they have to be. And uh, our team's pretty strong, I mean, they're pretty tough, they're, they're loyal to the state, they love the state of Arkansas, it's easy to because of the people of Arkansas. Um, you know, I, I said it in the SEC media day, but uh, in my office it says you're not coming to play for the University of Arkansas, you're coming to play for the state of Arkansas. And that's about as true a statement as you can get. And we feel it. You know, since I've been here, uh, we're up over fourteen thousand uh, per game uh, home home attendance. It's second in the, in the, in the world, second in the nation. Uh, how our fans have come out in the last uh, from nineteen to twenty-one, and we appreciate. It. We need the home field advantage. We need you to score points for us, and uh, we believe that you do. Uh, and we appreciate everything you do.
1: Y'all, y'all good. Thank you very much, Coach. You just Coach, you just stand right there. You just stand right there. It'd be fine. So, so Coach, I remember when I trans I transitioned from a uh, uh, Lou Holtz to Ken Hatfield. That first year in '84, we got to know that staff. It was new. By the time in '85, we'd already been through it one time. We knew them. A lot of difference in confidence from year one to year two. Sounds like that's what you're saying. Your comments yesterday about the scrimmage or Saturday, this team. Been around the block with you, know what's expected. Sounding very confident about this team, that's something you don't always do. You want it to be known that you're really feeling good where your program is.
0: You ever, Dave, you ever, guys, any of you, you ever been to a, and there's some incredibly strong and physical and, and small towns. I came from a small town, and I wasn't strong and physical, but I mean, I still came from a small town. But have you ever noticed that, I'm the strongest guy in the twelfth grade at this small school, and but I I transfer mid year and I transfer over to some big school, and I'm middle of the road strength wise. I think sometimes you have to see it. I think you have to see it. I, you can talk about it, like, but you have. To, I think sometimes you have to see it done before you really start believing it. In other words. This kid over here that's stronger and strong in this, in this small town or, or wherever he's at, and he moves this big one, he'd never seen anybody like he got ready to see. It's the same way with our team. We'd never, been a while of any of those kids on our team had never, in all honesty, had never seen any type of success on the field. None. None of them. Hadn't seen a bowl, hadn't seen a winning season, any of that stuff. So the confidence comes from what we've seen. We've seen that we can go into LSU and win. We've seen we can go into Jerry's World and, and beat A&M. We've seen that tech, the University of Texas can come in here, we can beat them. Those things help that confidence. And then if you continue to do what you've been doing, and you now I can see the results, and I know what my work is gonna do for me, I think you can go wherever you wherever you're capable. I think you can reach your, capabilities at that point. Talk about the transfer portal.
1: You know, you lose last year, you lose the heart and soul of your team, Grant Morgan, who was was the epitome of fighting Razorbacks. And you pick up a former five-star from Alabama. Then you lose a first-round draft choice in Trellin Burks. And you pick up Hazel from Oklahoma, who now you're seeing now in practice sounds like this is what you expected. Just amazing how college football has changed and th- the impact of those two. Losing two great players, but also picking up two great players that quick.
0: Yeah, you know, um, it takes everybody a little bit. It's like when you go to your new job; it takes you a little bit to kind of get comfortable, right? And it might take you the end of a week to learn a week. It might take you the end of the month to figure out what a month is like. But to be honest with you, it takes a full year to figure out when you get Christmas vacation. When you, you you know you're you're uncomfortable for an entire year if you take a new job. It's the same way with the kids; it, it, they're uncomfortable for a while with Hazelwood. Hazelwood wasn't half... He wasn't close to the receiver he is right now last semester. He's still looking around trying to figure everything out, playing a half step slow, didn't know his teammates, those type things. If you're going to go in the portal, I think it's so important that you do it in January. I've always believed if you go in for a junior college player, you go in in January because it takes those guys at least six months to get acclimated acclimated to what the program's about. So uh, with Drew Sanders, he's done a great job. Uh, Matt Landers, you're going to know about now. He's 6'5 and can fly at wide receiver. And Warren, the most improved group of guys we've had to nine practices is our wide receivers.
1: Uh, last year we were here i think one of the question marks for for most fans and media was quarterback position yeah not a question mark anymore just talk about kj and his progression from last year
0: i mean kj is a man i mean he y'all like him i do <laughs> <laughs> but he's a leader i mean he hadn't always been that because you know he's just trying to Earn his, earn his stripes, you know, out there. But, um, I mean, he's so accurate with the ball right now, so confident, uh, lost some weight. Uh, the other day, I, I popped him in the gut, and he said, oh, you hurt your hands, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, when you get older, you say stuff, and then you, when you say it, you look at them, they go, they have no idea who he's talking about, you know? so i popped in and i said who do you think you're fabio or somebody and he go <laughs> so after after practice i sent him a picture of fabio i
1: said that is, <laughs> you know coach but, your carlin card for uh, many years in, in this league or as a coach on the offensive line was just big offensive line powerful obviously you guys led the sec in rushing was, was number one in power five rushing And you got everybody back and they're bigger this year.
0: Yeah. You know, Luke Jones is really—he—he—he's—he's he's come in there and done a great job. You know, again, anytime you don't talk about an offensive lineman, that means he's playing really good. You know, and and uh, Luke Luke has stepped into that group. Tykees Crawford's another guy that's playing really well. Devin Manuel, uh, Cody Kennedy is, in my opinion, the best offensive line coach in the country. And and uh, some of the teams that offered him jobs this past year would tell you that. Uh, I'm not the only one that thinks he's a a great offensive line coach, but he elected to stay here as, you know, as KB did. Several guys, very, you know, the guys that had opportunities to leave, but uh, I'm really pleased with that line. They're a non-content. I mean, they're a hard-working group. They know they got, you know, they didn't win the Joe Moore, so they need to go try to do that. I think that's a big deal for them in that room. I think they got to the semifinals last year, but... Really good group of kids that work extremely hard.